You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you love what you hear, you can find us on your favorite podcast search engines and subscribe. And also, if you don't mind, leave us a like or a review. And if hearing us is not enough, you can always get your Nowhere, California fix by going to NowhereCalifornia.com. And you can send your thoughts, ideas, or some random bullshit to our email, which is Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Don't forget, we are Nowhere, California. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere since 2011. This is Doug. And this is Josh. And welcome to Nowhere, California. Let me preemptively apologize to you guys. If you hear a clicking sound... It's a fucking cough drop. It's a cough drop hitting my teeth. Yeah. Like, you, you worry about the background noises a little too much, knowing, let's see, um, you clicking with the cough drop, kid busting in. Yeah, last <laughs> Getting ready to drop the mic on us, uh, dog. Then uh, let's uh, we'll go with Phil when we record at Phil's. Uh, all the animals running around his I house. I worry about the background noise because, like, I just worry about your stress level. That's all. Uh, well, let me finish my list, though. Okay. Phil with all of his animals and everything like that. And then uh, Nick's house, we got his kids, his dogs, his freaking um, biological hazard level flatulence. <laughs> Like the the type of flatulence that would uh, like peel paint, to just so so the clicking of a cough drop is that's okay. Fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. I think everybody has that same worry. Like, I don't want to stress you out when you're editing. I, like, I can give a shit if it's because nine times out of ten you can barely hear it. There you go. <laughs> like we were recording the Scrooge commentary at my house, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like, oh god, did we have the movie too loud? Did we? Yeah. Is my mom and brother watching TV in the other room too loud? No. Can't hear any you, of it. You can't hear shit. You you can hear it towards the end a little bit when they're singing a little love in your heart. Oh, uh, okay. And that's about it. Got it. <laughs> so background noise is nothing. Okay. Flash forward to me editing this going, motherfucker, that Stop clicking. with that goddamn cough drop. Yeah. Anyways. Hope you choke on it and die. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> and, and that's a weird thing, too. Everybody's like, oh, your stress levels and stuff. And like, this is zen for me. <laughs> <laughs> this. See. Your zen level is when you're editing. My, if you ever want to see me zen, go go to a range with me. Go gun, go to a gun range with me. The fact that there has to be so many safety precautions and everything, I get into like a zone. Yeah, and I'm zen. Like Monique has said that she goes, I've never seen you more calm than when you're like handling guns, which is cool <laughs> because I've grown up around guns. I I've, I've, I I knew how to handle a gun at eight years old. Well, that that's a polar opposite for me. I'm not a gun person at all. Yeah, like for scouts and everything or like church activities when I was actively going to those mm-hmm. anytime they're like oh we're gonna go uh, gun shooting I'm like no I'm done I'm not no, I'm good <laughs> they're like why Why? I'm like I don't like guns yeah and then the same thing what are you gonna do if you need to defend yourself um curl into a ball yeah. <laughs> I assume I'm just gonna turtle <laughs> suck a cock <laughs> go Kevin Smith on it <laughs> and that, that that excuse doesn't fly too well with church people <laughs> yeah I could, I could see I could see that not working out See, you can see why I'm not too active. Yeah, <laughs> but now see, I got taught. I got taught to handle a gun at a very early age because my parents. Which is smart. Well, yeah. One, my parents had guns in the house. They were kept in a safe, but they had guns in the house. And they're responsible. They're yeah. responsible gun owners. And two, they taught us how to use guns. So if we ever came across a gun, and in a likely scenario, you know, eight year old comes across a gun. Yeah. We besides going to get an adult, 
we knew how to handle the gun. Yeah, to put it in a safe spot, yeah. just in case if another kid was there with you going, oh my god, that's a gun. Yeah, we knew, like, don't fucking touch it. You touch it, I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the bullet. My parents will fucking kill you me. You see, which is so funny, because this is the same, these are the same parents that instilled in me from very early on not to touch the backyard wooden fence, because if I touched it, I was going to instantly get a splinter. <laughs> I knew how to handle a freaking gun at eight years old, but don't ever touch that goddamn backyard fence, or else I'll get a gun. To this day, I fucking hate touching wood, because I think I'm going to get a fucking splinter. <laughs> it it's fucking fucks with me to this day, but I can fucking handle a 12-gauge. Which is fine. <laughs> with a fucking splinter. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that ends our introduction to the episode. <laughs> because uh, we're looking to get back into normal swing of things because the episode before this was a pre- pre-taped episode with me and Phil talking about new movies coming out in right. 2019. And right. then an episode before that was our t-shirt launch, which, yep. as we pre-record this... Yes. <laughs> We've been stargating around these episodes. Because someone's dumbass is going to London. Me! Yeah. <laughs> and some of us have really tight schedules or very loose schedules and so we have to kind of pick and pick up where we can well but also too we talked about it like off mic too where all of us are in the same city technically yeah we're all within we're all within a 10 mile radius of each other and then also too like how we in the past have had our ups and downs scheduling wise and everything and i didn't even live in town for for four years it's definitely like 2019 is going to be that year where you're going to get consistent episodes with us yeah this show and also to our sister podcast, uh, Ectopod. Yes. Which you're getting this episode in February, so within the next week or so, fingers crossed, you're getting two episodes in two months. Yes, back to back. Which is going to lead us to our goal of six episodes, and then we get our patches. All right. Which I don't know why I'm bugging you guys about it out of nowhere, because we don't have patches. <laughs> we, don't, we got t-shirts, so hopefully you bought one. Yeah, but I think we'll probably do some Nora patches, too, because yes. might as well. <laughs> you know, or pens, whatever. Um, I don't know if that's going to get you excited or not, but one of my... Uh, Everything film, gets me excited. Uh, okay, then this probably will... You may want to keep the mic away from your uh, crotch. Or you just should gonna, I put it at my crotch so we hear how excited I yeah. get, or should we leave it at my mouth so you can hear my heavy breathing? Yeah, no, probably both. Um, one of my filmmaking uh, friends online, uh, Joe Goffrey... Can never pronounce his last name. Sorry, dude. Yeah, but he he's the one that made the really twisted, awesome movie. Can join the yes, uh, Siamese twins. One of them serial killer. Yes, and then another movie called Joe Returns a Video, which is really really weird. It's like a freaking like Adult Swim cartoon crossed with Looney Tunes live action movie, where it's just this dude returning a video. You know something about I ended up having a really 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 high late fee with hollywood video that's an old sentence yeah <laughs> uh, for simon says yes yeah i remember that one <laughs> yeah and eventually i never had to pay it because they just shut down yeah and never got reported my credit never did and then they shut down. They got their movie back. I returned it, so they stopped billing me. Yeah. But I ended up having like a $220 bill. Damn. Yeah. When I'm able to hopefully either post it directly to our site or just talk about it more, I think I probably talked about it a little too much already. But um, he posted this morning, and I'm going to check with him later to see if he legitimately did this. He had pods made. Nice. And if, if he legitimately has a connection to somebody that can make pogs, we're getting some nowhere California Pox. Gotta love the Pogs. <laughs> yeah. Pogs with our faces on them. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Yes. And then we get a slammer made like with some kind of a nowhere California logo on it. Yes. With hooker time. Yeah. On the other side. <laughs> oh god, just having pogs. You know how I miss pogs. Just remember like the reactions we got when we started handing out slap bracelets. Yeah. Imagine how many people are gonna be like, You guys got pogs. <laughs> I the first porn I ever found was out of a pog container in my brother's room. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Funny story. I'm not gonna tell it. But yeah, it's a funny story. Yeah, I think the um, I'm going to leave the mystery. Yeah, the mystery guys. of that story is perfect because we need to get into the main topic. The actual discussion of the episode. Uh, the topic at hand of us feeling like uh, we got to tell kids to get off our lawns. That being said, getting kids off our lawns, we're getting them off our lawns because this was a damn good lawn. Yeah. Yeah. So tell them what the show is about. Uh, we're talking about movies that are turning 20 years old in the year of 2019. So movies that came out in 1999. Now, when we go over this list, you're thinking, you know, right now you can't remember too many movies that came out in 99. But when we go over this list, you're going to realize 1999. That's some damn good movies. Was a good fucking year for movies. It's it kind of like, like 2002 for music. Yeah, and I think like 94 with the independent movie world, right. like Clerks and yeah. all the Tarantino stuff, Reservoir Dogs, and yes. all that stuff. So we're going to jump into this list. The list comes from USA Today. and Jerry Schwalbach's on Stopping Downs. Always keeping it connected, Kev. The first movie on the list is Varsity Blues. Varsity James Blues. Vanderbilt. Never seen this movie. You've never seen it? Never seen it. Okay. That being said, you are a procurer of the internet. You had to have seen the whipped cream bikini. Actually, no. You've never seen the whipped cream bikini? Nope. Okay. Have you seen Ali Larder? Do yes. Just, do you just understand? Yes. Okay. I know who Ali Larder is. Now imagine nothing but whipped cream covering her private parts and two cherries where nipples should be. Well, I remember that with Chris Evans on uh, another, another team movie. movie. Yeah. Right, with the banana. The and back. then also, too, on uh, MTV Spring Break that same year. Yes, yes, yes. And anytime I've watched the, those retrospective videos where I think it was Ed Lover talking about, like, yeah, that was a real smart move on MTV's part. Hot weather. Drunk, horny college girls <laughs> and putting whipped cream on them, and all of a sudden you see them dancing, and then you see butthole, no butthole, no butthole, butthole, butthole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God, man. I'm talking about list of movies from 20 years ago, I'll talk about that for a second. But spring MTV spring break when MTV was MTV, I, <laughs> I really want to know statistically. How many kids we have now today because of MTV oh, Spring Break? How many people, how many girls got impregnated because of MTV Spring Break? Uh, we might as well um, push that list over the edge with how much VD got passed that's, around. That's also true. Yeah. Remember that episode of American Dad <coughs> where Roger yes. had Spring Break at the house and Steve wanted to bang Carmen Electra and had yeah. to get her. Had her get her tits removed. And get her medical report. Yeah. As cautious as you should. That's how cautious you should be with Carmen Electra. Mary. She's well, pretty. But yeah, she did date Rodman for a while or married to Rodman for a while. Yes. So there we go. Uh, next one on the list is At First Sight with Val Kilmer and Mira Servino. Very good movie. Yeah, actually very good. And movie. gave me one of the hugest crushes on Mira Servino when I, when I saw it. Very true. Like when I saw it, I think I was uh, dating Melissa at the time. So I borrowed it from her because she was like, you got to see this movie. I'm like, oh, God. And I was like, oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> I remember my mom laughing hysterically at the Braille Playboy joke. The next one on the list is She's All That with Freddie Prince Jr., Rachel Lee Cook, and Paul Walker. Now, what's really funny about this, you thought 
you and I went and saw this together. Yeah, no, and 20 years ago... We didn't know each other. Yeah. We met in 2003. Not too far off, not yeah. too far off, but it's funny because that's how long... Like, we've been friends for that long, yet it feels like we've been friends for longer, that the concept that we went and saw She's All That together is a possibility. And not awkward at all. I did see She's All That in the theaters, though. Same here. Yeah. I think it went with Jason. That's when I've seen it many times. I have a guilty pleasure for She's All That. Yeah, originally it looked as hot as hell. Oh, my God. And it had that whole uh, teen movie trope of, oh, awkward geeky girl Uh, that is actually freaking hot as hell. Yeah, I mean, she was hot as hell as the geeky girl. Yeah, it's like... you hot her up, it's it's messing with a good thing. Yeah, I know. You should have left the glasses and the pink covered overalls and all that all stuff. All that stuff, yeah. That's only more towards us doing a freaking commentary on not another team movie. <laughs> yeah, which is also another guilty pleasure movie of mine. I love yeah, that movie. Very underrated. And actually, the next one on this list is, um, honestly, to me, is a very underrated movie. It stars Alicia Silverstone and Brendan Fraser. Blast from the Past. Oh, my God. This is where it really picks up. Yeah. Ready? Ah, there it is. Yes. Doing the stand. Now, if you guys all remember the scene, he's talking about Perry Como. Yeah, which is, with Brandon Fraser to me still is one of the most underrated actors. I actually the other day talked about Brandon Fraser the other day because um, at the time of this recording, all these years ago, yeah, uh, the Mummy was on Netflix, and my mom had never seen it, and so we're putting it on, and she goes, "Oh, Brandon Fraser!" She goes, "I love him so much." I was like, "I know." And she goes. What's he doing nowadays? I was like, I have no idea. He's been busy. Um, he did the um, he did a series on FX. I'm hoping he's going to be more busy because also too he's in Doom Patrol. Ah, he right. plays the robot, or right. at least the voice of the robot. Right. Which, after seeing the trailers for that, I was like, I may have to get DC Universe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, at least for a month. You know, just try it out. Yeah, because. There's some good stuff on there, but nothing where I'm like, oh, my God, but wait until that Disney Plus launches. Right. Good Lord. If it's triple digits, I may even still go for a year on that. Yep. Because there's going to be so much content on it. So much content. Like, Netflix has to be sitting there going like... Netflix has to be shaking a little they, bit. They have to. Yeah. Especially with that mega hammer of freaking Disney with everything that they have under their belt. With They're gonna, Marvel, Star Wars, Indiana they, Jones. You know what? A long time ago... The government came in to Microsoft and was like, you guys have a monopoly, blah, blah, yeah. blah, and had to split them up. Eventually, the government's going to have to step in with Disney. If they, basically, like, everybody's going, like, when are they going to get DC? It's like, that's when, if any word of DC is going to go to Disney, that's when, that's when the, the government will step, step in. in. Yeah. If it's still around, if the government's still around. Well, right <laughs> now, it's shut down, so that would be the perfect time. To, yeah, exactly. To get Disney, in. do it. Disney, buy DC now, when no one's looking. Yeah, and we can get some good DC movies. <laughs> For love of Christ. Hey, Man of Steel was all right. No, that movie was awesome. Get people that know what they're doing wanting it. Right, exactly. Yeah, because like I've said, and I've said it sensibly, it shouldn't be this hard to have a freaking uh, Superman franchise. It should not. Let's keep the hit parade going with... Uh, God, the hits just keep on coming. Yeah, tonight. it just keeps rolling. Like we, need to do, we need to do the same show. But with music in '99, we probably should. And then, well, I looked at the TV series that yeah. came, that came out in '99. Freaking Futurama debuted, first debuted. Wow! In 1999, oh. and then got canceled, brought back, got canceled, brought back, got and then finally got canceled. Yeah. canceled. yeah. But but also too, they did a radio play with Nerdist. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they're open to doing more stuff like that. They they figure like everybody cast wise is just too busy. Yeah. But like doing like radio plays or like 
uh, mobile games and stuff, they said like Futurama isn't completely gone. Right. It'll, it always has a home. They said it's never really going to be gone, but right. this movie is kind of gone because it's one of those cult classic movies that now fly under the radars. Yeah, Again, it's, it doesn't. It it the movie itself has the staying power, but the draw of the movie doesn't have the yeah, same power. Yeah, we're talking about Office Space. Yes, Mike great, Judge's Office Space. Great, 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 great movie, but doesn't have the tr- doesn't really travel much anymore. Yeah, it play it plays on loop pretty much on uh, Comedy Central, but right. But it's that movie like you need to watch, especially if you know you're having a shit day at work. No matter oh, yeah. where you work. Yeah, no matter where you work, you can relate to Office Space. Yeah. They're, they're, who who doesn't want to burn down their job? Right, exactly. <laughs> and um, next up, actually, we're talking about heat. Ooh. Yeah. We're going uh, saucy in here. Yes, very saucy. <laughs> uh, cruel Intentions. As much as... You know what? That movie is fucking sexy. It's sexy as hell. It's a sexy as hell movie, but it's a damn good movie. It is. It is a damn good movie. Like my friend uh, Jason, he was obsessed with that movie because of the freaking Sarah Michelle Geller Selma Blair makeout scene. Because well, we were high schoolers at the right, time, and it was ninety nine. So hormones was you know still a little taboo. Was, yeah, still a little taboo. It was getting more accepted. The homosexuality male side was still completely good. Like, that yeah, was but two freaking insanely hot, uh, yeah, young, attractive women making out. It's just like, ah. and then they parried it on the 2001 MTV Movie Awards, yeah, then parried it in not an MTV movie, movie, which that needs it's to gonna be a running theme for us, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is, nights. none of the team movie pretty much parodied this entire list, so like, pretty much, you know. But um, like other if you parts guys of- haven't seen not another team movie, please full of a god like rent it on Voodoo or or iTunes or whatever. Check it out; it's a funny movie. And Captain America puts a banana in his butt, <laughs> which he if, if he's listening to this right now, don't you have something better to do? I, I know you got done with Avengers and <laughs> yeah. you got some time on your hands. <laughs> my my whole thought process with this whole entire thing is is. All of this great career that Chris Evans has, he still acknowledges the fact that his start was not another team movie. And that's cool. <laughs> yeah. He still acknowledges not a team movie, which means he still acknowledges the banana in his butt. Yeah. And uh, speaking of butts, um, Matthew McConaughey's next on the list. Oh, right, right, right. The um, classic Ed TV. Yeah. Well, yeah. you guessed it correctly. Yes, yes, Ed TV. And that's. I did look at this list prior to watching or recording this show. Yeah. <laughs> Have some faith in me, fucker. <laughs> I didn't get all the way through it, yeah, but I saw some of it. Eventually, we'll get to the list where you're like, really? Yeah, one of these days, I'm going to be completely unprepared. Yeah. One of these days. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. <laughs> but uh, MTV is like one of my, I think, I honestly, I'd say guilty pleasure. Yeah, you, because brought, a lot of people, you brought that movie with you a lot to ADCO. When yeah. we had the DVD players going to ADCO, you had a TV a lot. Yeah, the commentary was awesome, and it was just one of those movies where it makes fun of reality TV, which I fucking love. Yeah, especially nowadays. <laughs> yeah, and this is one of those simple, like, uh, I think comfort food movies like we, we've said in the past. Yeah. But also, too, Jen Elfman's very freaking hot. <laughs> Still is. Yes. And speaking of hot, more heat. More and more sauciness. Ten things I hate about you. Ooh. And I will Secret World of Alex Mack. Gimme gimme. Yes. But um I, I can tell you her name. Uh Larissa Olney. Yes. 
And I have the full series on DVD. Oh, with the backwards cap and tie-dye hoodie. Yes. Oh, But I will honestly thing. admit, as much as I'm a Heath Ledger fan and I'm a fan of Julia Stiles and Alyssa yep. Olnick, I've never seen this movie. Oh, so good. So good. A parody, uh, not a parody, but a retelling of Shakespeare's The Shrew. Yeah. You know, and it's got David Krumholtz in it as well. A young Kyle sees. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so this movie is responsible not for any parodies but was a very quotable movie in high school and the other thing about this movie was as much as it was a love fest it was also kind of a female driven female empowered movie so a lot of like the left wing like I'm an independent chick girls at my school were really into this movie which I can see why right exactly and and then also do expose the world to Heath Ledger right and one of the very few times he actually got to use his Australian accent yeah because he was a foreign exchange student, wasn't he? Well, no. He he was just an Australian kid at school. Yeah, he was just an Australian kid at school. The sexy brooder. <laughs> yeah, the sexy brooder. And speaking of brooding, segways. Segways. The Matrix. The Matrix. The only good movie in that entire trilogy. <laughs> oh, my God. No, see, that's not true. The whole trilogy works together. You can't, you can't look at them as individual movies. You have to look at them all to, to make the last Justify movie. the freaking rave scene. They needed to bring a bit of sexiness. They were having a sex scene, but they couldn't shoot the entire sex scene because that would have just been weird because they were all holy. Yeah. So they needed to add the rave scene. It doesn't make complete sense. I understand. Oh, really? I yes. But in the end, Neo saved everything. Well, yeah. So now Zion gets to have unlimited raves. That just scares me. It was sexy. <laughs> and in a year of sexiness, four years later, they had to have another sexy thing going Well, on. no. Well, the original Matrix didn't have any rage. No. Well, it had, we, we got the, it had a club scene in the beginning. And we got Car- it was Rob Zombie. And we got Carrie Ann Moss in the freaking... Leather, leather, leather. Yes. Which, that entire movie, like, I remember seeing this in theaters going like, this is good. It was so funny because I the one thing I remember about the Matrix, well, there's a million things I remember about the Matrix, but one of the things about it, when it came out, well, it came out when I was 14 years old. And everybody said it was hard to follow, didn't make sense, blah, 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 blah. My parents rented the movie on pay-per-view. We watched it. My entire family was fucking confused as shit. But it made perfect sense it to me. It made you. perfect sense to me because, hello, fucking black sheep, I understand shit. Yeah. And I was like, hey, guys, let me stand up in front of the room and tell you guys exactly what, what, happened, down what you just watched. And I soliloquy for like 20 minutes. And well, that's like how me and Phil were talking about during the Scrooge commentary, like talking about how we knew who Mary Lou Retton was or who Louis Major was when we were kids and everything. And like they're watching Matrix with your family and them going like, what the fuck? And you're like, oh, I know all this. I shit. know all of this. I got this. We were weird fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> I knew the Matrix when it first came out. And God, I really need to cut you off. You know what's so funny, though? My, you're going to laugh. My favorite Matrix movie is the last one. Matrix, Revolu- Matrix Revolutions is a great movie. Okay, maybe I need to backtrack. And- we need to we need to watch them. Okay. Now that I live in town, we should watch more movies together. We will. We will. And then after that, we have Election. Reese Witherspoon, Matthew Broderick, uh, yes. Chris Klein. Yes, yes. Uh, one of those movies during that year where it was an independent film and everything, but mm-hmm. exploded on yeah. the scene. Yeah, because it, it was, was damn Napo- good. It was the Napoleon Dynamite of its exactly. of ninety nine. It was that uh, breakout independent movie, and it was good. It was damn good. Mm-hmm. As much as you can be like, yeah, about greasy, greasy, and 
Matthew Broderick and all that stuff. It was damn good. You know, Broderick's so, Broderick. He can't do no wrong. He can't do no wrong. Well, he did. He married. He married Horseface. Yeah. Well, there we go. <laughs> and he did kill a guy. Let's let's not forget that he did he, kill a guy. He killed a guy. He killed a guy. When he hit a guy. Wow. You don't know the story? No, I do not. Yeah, he totally hit a guy oh, with wow. his car. Oh wow! But it was deemed an accident. Okay. He still killed him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll 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 quietly step away from that one. <laughs> yeah, like everybody did when it happened. Yeah, and go to one of the biggest movies in 1999. All right. That relaunched the franchise. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh, this movie. <laughs> what can I say about the Phantom Menace? Uh, As <coughs> see, this is what I can say. It chokes him up. <coughs> it kills me. <coughs> Fuck all y'all about your Phantom Menace hate. No, it's good. No, hold on. Yeah, everybody went and saw this movie. When everybody walked out, everybody was happy. It wasn't until a couple of years later, until everybody got on the George Lucas hate bandwagon, and everyone was like, episode one was terrible. But I guarantee you, everyone walked out of that movie the first time they saw it fucking loved it. Because it ended with the goddamn Obi-Wan, Darth Maul, Qui-Gon Jinn fight. That's how, that, that made up for the politics of the movie. Well, I'll admit this. When I was leaving the theater, I was fine with the movie minus one thing. Okay. How much that kid got. Like... I remember telling my brother as we were leaving the movie, like, they gave way too much to that kid. Yeah. Like. They put too much on his shoulders. Yeah, they put way too much on his shoulders and how much, like, he winning the pod racing and stuff. It was yeah. like, there could have been something else. Or, like, him flying around saving. I, I still stand by the fact that they should have started the story with Anakin being either way younger or a couple Teenager. years older. Hayden Christensen, basically. Yeah, if they would have started him at episode two. Which is why, like Topher Grace, when he did his re-edit of the of the of the prequel trilogy, he completely removed all of the kid Anakin stuff. Yeah, and we don't see. And it's not knocking the kid, the actor that played the kid. No, Jake it, Lloyd, man, Jingle All the Way is my shit. Like he's, it's he's good. a good actor. He's, it's just that whole thing was just too much. Now, as a diehard Star Wars fan who likes to separate himself from diehard Star Wars fans, because. I love yeah. Star Wars, but our fandom, our people in our yeah, fandom can be fucking dicks. Yeah. You guys are fucking full of hate, man. And I don't know why we'll the movie back. hasn't taught you a good lesson in hate. And we'll jump back to the episode me and Nick were talking about toxic fandom. <laughs> yes. Star Wars fans can be full of hate. Next up is somebody we talked about a couple uh, movies back. Uh, Brenda Fraser, the original Mummy. Oh, in, uh, I just watched this the other day for not for the first time for like the probably the I would say twelfth thirteenth yeah. time. It's an amazing movie. It's a great movie. It make it probably makes the universal exists go. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have brought Tom Cruise onto this shit. I don't. I, I that first trailer I saw for that movie, I knew it was gonna suck. Yeah. I never watched it, right. and from what I've heard, it's a terrible movie. No, it's horrible. So I I have stayed away from it. But the 1999 classic that is The Mummy is amazing. Okay, so we'll, well, we won't touch on that one, but will we touch Dick? I will always touch Dick. Because two of my favorite crushes are in this movie. I know. Because we're not talking about cock. <laughs> no, that's why we said Dick. Dick. Because we've, we've, we refer to we refer cock as cock <laughs> yeah. all the time. We, never we, really we don't sugarcoat cock. Yeah, we, we never really refer to it as dick. <laughs> so I think pretty much everybody knows what we're talking about at this point. <laughs> Uh, of course, we're talking about <laughs> Kristen Nuts, Michelle Williams. Oh, I haven't 
laughing cock this hard to love <laughs> And then Hedaya as Richard Nixon, the aforementioned dick. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still laughing at cock. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Dick. Yes, yeah. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams, yeah. The comedic telling of Watergate. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder how they're going to do the comedic story of what's going on right now. Because they're I not. It can be comedic. They're literally not going to. What's going to happen is, is everybody's going to just... Pretend is, it didn't happen. This, yeah, this is going to get this is going to get over and done. Trust me, guys. This will end. This does end. There are term limits. It's darkest before the dawn. Yeah, so this will all end. There'll be a blurb about it in our history books, and in like 45 years, no one's going to remember a damn thing. Exactly, and that's where we're going to leave that. But I got a cool story about Dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, you remember Bernasconi's on Main Street in Asperia? The video store? Can you say that slower? Bernasconi's. Okay, yes. They started selling their rental posters. Ah, okay. And this was about the time my hormones were starting to kick in and everything, All right. so... And but I was still kind of that sheltered kid that was like, I'm not going to buy a girl poster from my room. Right? Yeah, because but, I was the same way. But the poster for Dick was Michelle Williams and Chris and Dunton is me profile being, view. Yeah, slightly leaning over. Very hot. They're White looking, House in the background. Yeah, looking really hot. hot. Yeah. So I bought that poster, and I bought the poster for Eight Days a Week, the Carrie Russell movie. I can see where you're going with this. Yeah. So I had a good mix in my room of girl poster, movie posters. The movies that, well, I've seen Dick. I didn't see Eight Days a Week until shortly after that because I kept looking at the poster like, I really need to watch this. <laughs> you're like, I get everything I need from the poster. I, do I need the movie? No, but it was a really good movie. Really right, right, I understand. But, um, yeah, until my brother kind of got pissed off like because we were still sharing the room. <laughs> He's like, dude, stop it with the posters. I'm tired of our room looking like a freaking movie theater. <laughs> and then I switched to Kevin Smith posters and he was like, dude, I don't want to live in a Kevin Smith movie theater. <laughs> and that's when we finally stopped sharing rooms. Up next, another hot girl. Uh, awesome Powers, the spy that shagged me. Hot girl, hot, steamy pile of shit movie. Yeah. Luckily, Nick's not here for her because, God, those movies sucked. That was a terrible... They should have stopped Austin Powers at yeah, the first one. one. Yeah. Because I'd rather watch uh, The Spy That Shagged Me than Goldmember. Yes. And I paid money to go to the theater and see Goldmember. Uh, see, I did too. And regretted the damn thing afterwards. I did because, too. good lord, that movie is horrible. I, wa- I, I had the hatred for Goldmember walking out of the movie that all of you claimed to have for Phantom Menace. I did too. Yeah, because, like, terrible movie. My family enjoyed it. I was just like, that was horrible. Terrible movie. And all those great people in it too. Yeah. And I was just like, and the, like, subtleness of, like, oh, it's a movie and a movie, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, no. No. <laughs> Terrible well, movie. It, it, it wasn't until, like, freaking Mike Myers did the gong show recently yeah. that I started liking him again. <laughs> I will say, though, Heather Graham is hot. Oh, yeah. Um, Watch Boogie Nights. I think it was leading into Spy That Shagged Me, where, like, she said in an interview after it, she was pretty close to starting doing porn. Like, if she wasn't getting hired mm-hmm. or anything like that, then she got spied that shagged me. Yeah. Yeah. Which was like, this movie took us away from the other grandma. Oh, like, well, I mean, Boogie Nights. Oh, yeah. Well, but you well, don't see, like, yeah, she's talking porn porn. going into the yeah, yeah. But that that could be an urban legend interview, though, too. I mean, she probably did say it. Yeah. But she probably could have said it tongue in cheek yeah. or cock in cheek, depending upon if she would have actually done porn. Exactly. <laughs> no other way to move on from that. <laughs> no segue then. into the next movie for that one. 
which is a kids movie. <laughs> that's why. That's why I said there is no segue for the movie that we're about to talk about next, which is Disney's Tarzan. I know. I actually didn't see this movie until a couple years ago. I, I haven't seen it at all. See, I, I did. I did see it. My wife is a huge fan of the movie. My see, I checked out of Disney movies right around '97, somewhere around there. You know, 13, 14 years old, I checked yeah. out of Disney movies. My wife had younger sisters, so she got to keep going on the Disney. Say, keep life. this list of moving. Keep moving. it on chugging. Yeah. The next one up is American Pie. The movie that defined a generation of... Horny teens. Horny <laughs> teens. Yeah. But what's so freaking funny about that is what everybody else saw in the movie... Versus what you and I saw. Yeah, exactly. Because we told this story. We've talked to each other about this off mic. And we both ended up having the same realization about it. Everyone was like... You got your buddies going like, Oh, we're going to go see America Pie. We're going to see Shannon Elizabeth's tits. Yeah, Shannon Elizabeth gets topless. It's so great. She gets naked. (laughs) She gets completely naked. Jason Biggs fucked a pie. Yeah. He fucked a pie. He humps it. You see the freaking thrusting. And then we see his bare ass and Eugene Levy's eyebrows. And then the scene after going, well, just tell mom you ate it. The pie all crushed up and they left it at the center. It shows why we we do what we do now. Exactly. (laughs) That's that's where our attention in the movie went. Now, granted, the second and third and fourth and fifth and sixth and seventh thousandth time. I watched the movie. I watched it for the Shannon Elizabeth scene. Yeah. But the first time I saw the movie, he fucked a pie. Yeah. Let's not forget about that. Exactly. But also, to the movie in general, like we talked about, Great it, movie. It, it was a defining moment. Yeah, it for, was a definitive movie for because our it's been a, it was years since like Porky's and like yeah. the sixteen comedies exactly. that perse- preceded it, and everything. It broke through a lot of barriers to come out, set a precedent that hasn't really ever been met. They tried with the. Sequels and yeah, the, the direct DB presents yeah. and National Lamp. Yeah. Like the actual uh, franchise, the theatrical franchise. Yeah. Honestly, I still dig because American Pie 2 was great. Right. Because it was that summer after college and everything mm-hmm. and was what it needed to be. And it was uh, freaking Jason Biggs and Allison Allison Hannigan's uh, love story. Right. And then the third one was The Wedding, which yeah. every group of guys, when your friend gets married, you do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you did or yeah, Bill no, did or no. like it, it's basically me he left to have the you're gonna have to have the blowout bachelor party dude but look who you're talking about here <laughs> I mean we could just do it anyways and just really not go yeah we could just go do we could throw the party yeah send somebody with a video camera but also too and I think we go just play cards yeah but also too how awesome would it be to take Phil into a strip club I've never even been into a strip club. Oh, that's true, huh? I've never been. To I a think strip club. me and Nick have been like the only ones. If Nick has been to a strip club, I'm sure Nick has been to a strip I'm club. I'm pretty sure too. But like, I've been to one. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Next up is Fight Club. Fight Club. Uh, this was a damn good movie. <laughs> this was the definitive movie for everybody who saw Jason Biggs fuck the pot. Hey, pretty much. This was a break of their movie. Of its time, but also too, it was underground. It to was lump por- it into another movie that came out in 1999, uh, Six Sense. Yeah, it had a shocking ending. It did. Which with Six Sense, I was able to call the ending by the trailer. 
Okay. But See. when I'm sitting there watching Fight Club and the ending unfolds, I'm like, what the fuck? Right. Which then I think about it later. I was like, how the hell did I not see that coming? Exactly. But it's one of those things that once they, un- it's it's like magic. Once the secret's unveiled, you can't unsee it. Exactly. You know, once we know the ending of the movie, you can't unsee it. But then you're looking throughout the movie, noticing the little Easter eggs. Yeah, exactly. And everything like that. And then like one part of the movie, which I always love asking people this, is which celebrity would you fight? Hmm. Vin Diesel. He'd rip you a new one. No, I don't think he would. I'm scrappy. Yeah. He's like, hey, he just throws haymakers. Dude. Yeah. Like, he fights The Rock. He doesn't fight people like me. <laughs> he wouldn't know what to do. He wouldn't know what to do with me. I'm like, pocket sand, chair to the back. That's that's actually really good. I, like, I was going to go with, like, the dumbass answer, like, Justin Bieber. I could take him out. <laughs> no, I would fight Vin Diesel. But, yeah, you, he doesn't know how to fight people like me. Yeah, that that, oh, that makes me really reevaluate what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you get the classic answer in the movie of William Shatner. Because right. you'd think William Shatner, you'd get a good little fight with him. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to say Bob Saget. He seemed like a scrappy fighter. Yeah. And also, too, it would probably get to the point where we'd be throwing punches and everything, and we'd both be like, just go get a drink. Yeah, exactly. But you, you, I like your answer. And <laughs> I, I have no beef with Vin Diesel. I have no quarrel with him. I actually think he's a great actor. I would just think it would be funny to see the, the poster of me versus Vin Diesel. Oh, God, I got to get my freaking Photoshop skills up. <laughs> because I want to make that poster. <laughs> Then Triple X Diesel versus Doug Triple D. <laughs> Porter. I couldn't think of a fighting name for you. We'll go with Triple D, whatever. Yeah. Um, well, we touched upon uh, Sixth Sense because we did. Yep. Uh, so I think we should probably go ahead with a little bit more scariness with Blair Witch. Blair Witch. The oh. movie that everybody believed was real. Oh, I pushed that. When everybody should realize that movies aren't real. Yeah. Well, this was about the time when I was really kind of getting into the movie mix and everything. Right. And I had people coming up to me because they knew I, I dug movies and everything. Like, this Blair Witch thing is real, isn't it? I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's real. See, I did the same thing. I told people it was real. Yeah. I knew it wasn't. Yeah, I fucked with them all. Yeah. And I also remember going to see it at the mall when it was the old theater for the mall mm-hmm. where it had the two hallways. Where it's in the corner. Yeah. And I was old enough to go see it. Mm-hmm. Just didn't have my own ID. Right. So I took my fucking birth certificate. <laughs> there you go. And showed it to the usher. And he was just like, kind of gave me his look like, you really want to see you this? You really want to see this, don't you? And I'm like, yes. Yep. And I remember it also, too, because my mom and my brother went and saw Dudley Do-Right that day, too. All so, right. One so, that was not on this list. So a bonus one, Dudley Do-Right turns 20 this year. <laughs> there you go. Another Brendan Fraser movie that's <laughs> underrated. <laughs> Good old Brendan Fraser, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Blair Witch... Started the genre of the found footage. Found footage. Yeah. Bastard. Well, it it re reintroduced yeah. the genre of found footage, but also to kind of bastardize because everybody was saying like, "Oh, we can do this, we can do this," and then we got all this. Well, I would say that the found footage movie really didn't get bastardized until Paranormal Activity. That's not true. saying Paranormal Activity is bad. I think Paranormal Activity is a great movie. Yeah, or you can uh, uh, probably or wreck uh, or. Uh, Probably Cloverfield could probably be in that abusive tone. Don't not Cloverfield. Cloverfield. No, I will I'm, fight you on Cloverfield. I love Cloverfield. I will fight you. But also, do you got to think that was that type of movie where? See what? 
I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to walk away from this fight. I'm going to go fight Vin Diesel. I'm going to go fight Vin Diesel. I'm not going to fight. And we also show. want to get this done soon. Yeah, so we'll, exactly. This is going to be the, the last. I have sucked down probably about 12 cough drops. So he, he probably wouldn't pass a DUI checkpoint because. No, <laughs> I'm so hopped up on cough drops. <laughs> yes. Let's see. What's the main active ingredient in a cough drop? Active ingredient, menthol. I've smoked about 30 cigarettes worth Good of for you. cough drops. <laughs> Um, I guess to wrap it up on a sentimental note. Yeah. Toy Toys. Story 2 came Toys. out in 1999. Toy Story 2 was okay. With that fucking Jessie song. Yep. When when I was hers or when she was mine. When she was mine. Yeah. You're a soulless bastard if you don't tear up to that song. True. And I, you know, I say I, I kind of stopped Disney movies. I, I, I spoke a little too soon. I did see Toy Story 2 in theaters. Yeah. Because I was a big fan of Toy Story well, yeah, 1. Yeah, Toy, Toy Story was Story amazing. in theaters. Toy Story is an amazing franchise, and I'm actually yeah. kind of excited for Toy Story Four. Yeah, I don't see why they have to stop. You know, they well, don't have they, to. As long, well, the ending of three was they a perfect off, end. They, yeah, they wrote it off to end it, but they don't have to. Yeah, the little girl is still a kid. Yeah, so they could be there, there too. And there we go. They're bringing in Key and Peele, and that's going to be great. Yeah, and it's just going to be an awesome movie. It's yeah. going to be freaking awesome. Awesome. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So. Third, I, we talked about a little bit off mic that, or we did we do it on mic that we might go through like music and TV and. We did it both on and off mic, but I mentioned it on mic that we should do music because I think '99 had a lot of good. I think what we'll do is we'll check out the now what now this is what I call musics one two and three see what yeah kind of see what check the Billboard charts and everything yeah see what was up that year because I definitely think I really think we're looking at some. Pretty good hits. Yeah, I think and so, then, and then also TV series. We talked about uh, Futurama yeah, turning twenty this year, exactly from its initial debut, right? Which made me feel fucking old. This whole thing made me feel really old. But this is therapy, though. This is the therapy. Yeah, and like we talked about in the beginning, we 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 are banking up some stuff. We're got some good ideas coming at you in the next couple months. Yeah, twenty nineteen is going to be a good year for us with you guys. Yeah, we hope you guys ride along with us. You know, uh, we we got the traditional. Why coming in April? Yep. So if you got any ideas of uh, why we should hit commentary wise, since and realize we got to top Apple. Yeah, we got to top Apple. And yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's going to be hard to, to top. That's going to be tough to do. <laughs> yeah, we've got one in mind. It's a it's a brewing. Yeah, but we're we got, not sure if we're gonna. There's do a couple it. of them like. I was thinking the freaking Ewok movies. Yeah, but see, I grew up on those, so yeah. you guys are all going to be talking shit. I'm going to be like, I love this movie. And that's the whole thing, and that's that's the reason. Like, the Apple is that good benchmark. Yeah, because that was crap. Yeah. <laughs> so if you got any good ideas, throw them Send away. away. No underscore California. Sorry, go ahead. This is no. your fucking show. I don't even know why I'm trying. No, it's to- all of our show, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> nowhere underscore California at yahoo.com, or you can drop us a line at nowherecalifornia.com. Or uh, Facebook.com slash Nowhere California. All the ways you can find us that we've talked about for and nine years. Nine times out of ten, you, you kind of know us. Yeah, just <laughs> find know. us, man. Find us. Just find us. Give us a hug. Yeah, virtual hug. Or, Real life. If you find us in public, you're more than welcome to not hug me because I don't like being touched. Yeah, especially if we don't know. Yeah, if you, I don't know you, please don't hug me in public. Yeah, or at least acknowledge, like, I listen to you. Yeah, tell me who you are, let's get to know a story, and then on the way out of the conversation, I'll give you a hug. You'll probably get a bro hug or something. You'll get a bro hug, but at the beginning of the conversation, don't fucking uh, touch me. I'll need an adult. Yes. <laughs> Even though we are adults, this whole list just made us adults. We yes. still need adults. Has that? See, that's a concept. I know we're wrapping up, but yeah. I want to say this real quick. The concept of I need an adult 
still hasn't processed it in my mind that I am the adult. We're, Even at 34 years old, I'm assuming that there's going to be someone older than me that I can go to for every situation, realizing that I am 34 years old. I am the adult. Well, I you, am the one that the kids are going to come to and tell me there's a gun somewhere. Well, you just answered that question yourself. You're always going to have that moment where you're going to need an adult. Like Something's going on where you're like, I need an adult. adult. Where's my dad? <laughs> exactly. I'm an adult. Well, there, but there's always that inner child moment of, I need an adult. Yep, I need an adult. <laughs> yeah, so. It always will happen. If you're going to learn anything from this episode. So, so you always need an adult. And with that being said, this is Josh. This is Doug. We'll see you next time. Shannon Elizabeth Tits. Hey, everybody. I'm going to interrupt this closing music to, well, apologize. We had some technical difficulties with this episode. As you can tell by the audio and the knocking and all that crap. Did my best to get it under control, but... You, you heard it. But on a lighter note, we're doing a contest. In this episode, we talked about movies that are turning 20 in this year of 2019. One of those movies being Fight Club. The contest is email us at nowhere underscore California at yahoo.com and tell us the name of the celebrity that Doug wants to fight. Got that? Doug mentions a celebrity in this episode he would like to fight. You need to go to nowhere underscore California at yahoo.com and tell us who that is. The first person to give us that answer wins one of my personal posters off my wall. You don't get the frame, you get the poster. And it's a Fight Club poster. It's a really awesome poster. I really like it. And I hope you'll like it too. So, one more time. In this episode, Doug mentions a celebrity he wants to fight. No personal beef or anything. Just wants to have a good fight with this person. Email us at nowhere underscore California at yahoo.com. Tell us the name of that celebrity. You get a poster, a Fight Club poster. Get to it.